0: Welcome back to Next Gen Investing. I'm Jenny Horn and I'd like to welcome in Carrie Schwab Pomerantz, the Managing Director at Charles Schwab and the President of the Charles Schwab Foundation. Thanks so much for being here today, Carrie. Thanks for having me, Jenny. So today we're discussing retirement saving options for people that do not have a 401k, which is a lot of employers, particularly small businesses. What does this mean for people who don't have access naturally to that 401k?
1: So if you don't have a 401k, you still can get another retirement account. It may take a little bit more effort, a little bit more discipline, and whichever you choose, you definitely want to put it on automatic payment. Uh, So the the first choices would be the IRA, and there's two kinds. There's a traditional IRA where the contributions are tax deductible and the earnings and the deposits grow tax-free, but withdrawals, um, are penalty free if you take them out over 59 and a half. however, you pay ordinary income taxes on them when you retire. And the full amount that you can that you can um, contribute is six thousand dollars. and if you're over 50 years old, you can contribute seven thousand dollars. Now there's also the Roth IRA, which I'm a big believer in. Uh, there's no upfront tax deduction. Unfortunately, but their earnings grow tax-free, uh, just like the traditional IRA. But with withdrawal, is tax-free. Um, so, but though, but the but the Roth has income limits on it. So, as a single or individual, you can't be making more than $140,000, or a married couple more than $208,000. So, it's you know, it's, it's it's not always for someone who earns in the higher tax brackets. And lastly, there's the SEP IRA for the self-employed, and that has higher annual contributions, and those contributions are the lesser of 25% of your compensation or $61,000 for 2022, and now 2023, it's $66,000, so a lot more than the $6,000 allowed in the IRA.
0: Yeah. And something I've frequently said is that this should be taught so much sooner than it is in schools because there's so much information out there regarding different ways to invest and save for retirement. And there's also a lot of financial pressures on so many people today. So really, how do you recommend prioritizing retirement savings in today's market environment?
1: Retirement always has to be number one, no matter the market circumstances. It's going to be the biggest expense that you will have in your lifetime. You know, bigger than a home, bigger than a college education. uh, It's quite expensive. And so you need to take advantage of your employer match. If you have that really important to start early. Let me give you an example. We give an we, we suggest That anybody in their 20s save 10 to 15% of their income. But if they don't, if they wait till their 30s, they're going to have to save about 20%. And if you wait until your 40s to save and invest in your retirement, you're going to have to pay or or, uh, save 30%. So you can see the longer that you wait to save and invest, the harder it is. And so it's not how much money you have to save, it's how much time you have for your money to grow. It's so super important to start early.
0: Yeah, and something I've heard over and over again, Carrie, it's such a good point, but then what do you recommend for people that have extra money to invest, say, beyond retirement, what should they be thinking about?
1: Well, let me set sort of what I consider the, the priorities of setting your financial foundation. First, you know, having an emergency fund, of three to six months of cash to cover those essential expenditures that you cannot lose, lose um, having. The other is paying off your credit cards. You know, credit cards, especially now with the interest rate so high, are keep going up and up. So make sure you get those credit cards paid off because they can actually go to your savings rather than the credit card companies. And then if you have money to invest over and above your retirement, make sure you do that for only goals that you don't need the money for five to seven years and make sure you know with that money you create a a diversified portfolio that means investing in broad-based etfs or mutual funds and then for those people who like to dabble into individual stocks consider a core and explore approach where you have your core money in funds, ETFs, you know, that get that real good diversification and then explore with the money that you're okay losing, you know, in individual stocks and, and you know, whatever is, you know, interesting to you to, um, today. But keep in mind that there's so much misinformation out there today, a lot of noise, especially with social media. So don't be afraid to ask questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question when it comes to your money.
0: I could not agree more, and we talk about that so often on this show, sort of mitigating your portfolio risk, but also keeping diversified options, of course, especially given the overall environment. But we'll leave it there. Carrie Schwab-Pomerantz, Managing Director at Charles Schwab and the President of the Charles Schwab Foundation. Thank you so much for all of your insight today.
1: Thanks for having me, Jenny. Always great to be here.